0: Hi, I'm Austin. I'm Justin. Welcome to Amaze Balls. Huge episode to talk about today, don't we, Justin? Yeah,
1: right. It was it was truly uh, amazing. It. It had, like, a huge production quality.
0: It was 45 minutes it had, long. It
1: had a huge cast. It had Kevin Costner in it.
0: Donald, or Kiefer Sutherland. Yeah. Uh, it was great. Uh, yeah. the episode is called Mission. It is the fifth episode of Amazing Stories, and let's get into it. Take it easy! Take it slow, Lord! 1,300
1: feet, Ken. Come on, Come on. 1,300 feet, let's go! Come on, feed it to me! 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 It to me. It to me. Coaching
0: minimum bailout altitude, sir. Come on. So, like we said, this is a uh, large episode. It's the first of this length for TV of Amazing Stories. Right. Uh, first to have this noticeable of a cast. Right. It, it had some big names in it. Like before, not so much. Mm-hmm. It had names that maybe got big afterwards, but at the time weren't so. But uh, yeah. Well, I mean, how big was was uh, uh, Kiefer Sutherland at the time? Well, his dad was a well-known actor, actor Donald Sutherland from uh, MASH, and Kiefer he was in like Stand By Me before this. Right. Okay. Yeah, and I mean Kevin Costner. Yeah, he's that, been an like actor that forever. Was, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, Steven Spielberg's really trying to up the ante. It looks like. Yeah. And get this show recognized. I wonder.
1: I wonder if this was like whenever it was actually aired on TV, if it was like a two-parter, or if it was actually just like a like, a full 46-minute special
0: I put on. I couldn't find out that info, but it'd be interesting to see if anybody remembers watching this for the first time. Yeah. Um, the model work is something that really stood out to me. This is a special effects-heavy episode, and we'll get into the content, you'll see why it's... Uh, also really secluded. Like, there's
1: one set the entire thing. Oh, yeah, and it's... It's the, it's the longest episode yet, and yet it's in what Like, besides, like, the beginning and the end a little bit, it's
0: the whole thing is in a tight space. So let's tell people what we're talking about here. Um, it's a World War Two fighter jet. Well, yeah. no, not a jet, I'm sorry, it's a bomber. Yeah, it's a World War Two bomber. And it looks like there are about a dozen people on board. They uh, fly and do night missions. And we start off with the captain, who's Kevin Costner, and one of his... Uh, one of the people under him in the military who's going up for his 24th mission. Yeah, which apparently is cursed. Very bad luck. Yeah. No one makes it to 24. Yeah, so <laughs> he did not want him to come to this mission. Uh, he gets the option of going up there with uh, either this guy or a green gun, which is a uh, guy on his first flight. He takes he takes the well-known guy, putting his superstition aside.
1: Yeah. It really looked like they, they really made it look like uh, he just like flipped on it at the last second though oh yeah because up until that point i was just like yeah there's no way he's so superstitious
0: <laughs> <laughs> you actually said he's stitious yeah. and i was like no he, he's beyond that he's superstitious yeah, yeah. <laughs> but uh this set's interesting we it's a really nondescript location outdoors the plane is in the middle and it's just everything's covered in fog and it's very dark. It looked-
1: like not on planet earth to me
0: well it looked like a bad set of not <laughs> on planet earth
1: yeah like that's what i mean like 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 a cheesy uh like space movie set is what it looked like definitely
0: so they get the crew together they jump on the plane and they start their bombing run it's really early in the morning it's not even light out yet mm-hmm. and everybody's sort of chilling on the plane this is that scene you have in like predator on the way to the drop zone where yeah. you sort of get uh... each
1: person in, like their little station.
0: You get introductions. Yeah. We it's have, like, this is
1: what I'm here for. And mm-hmm. this, this is like, kind of who I am.
0: We have the unlucky guy who turns out to be a cartoonist, an artist. He's you not know. unlucky. He's lucky. Well, they say exactly. that's the
1: reason he comes <laughs> on, because he's their lucky charm. He's their. Yeah.
0: Oh, we missed right before they get on the plane. They rub his head for luck. It, right. We get yeah. introduced to that. I concept. missed
1: that in the beginning, too. Mm-hmm. And. It, like, makes some moments later on weird if you don't remember
0: that. <laughs> it definitely makes more sense if you caught them. Yeah. <laughs> so one guy, he's drawing, he's the artist. Another guy is, uh, he has a full tea set, and he's making tea. hmm And I couldn't figure out if this was, like, a pun against the British... Or if he was serious, because another guy's sitting there mocking him while he's doing it across from the plane. Uh, he probably just likes tea. <laughs> There's other ways to get tea on a plane, though. Yeah, I know. Without fine china. Yeah. <laughs> I, I don't know. So they get close to their location. Lucky Man is sent below in the gunner's position on the belly of the plane.
1: Wasn't he there, like, the whole time? No, not until. Because he, like, we, we zoom in on him and he's, like, waking up from a nap in there.
0: That's when it starts to get sunlight, er, or light out. But, yeah, he was sitting and drawing in the cabin before that. Okay. And he drew a special picture, like, Lucky 24 they put up in the cabin. Yeah,
1: he's like a... He draws
0: silly cartoons. In the cockpit. Yeah. Yeah. So he gets down in the bubble, and this thing's really uh, reminiscent of Star Wars turret guns on the Millennium Falcon. Oh,
1: yeah.
0: It's pretty sweet. He has uh, left and right swivel controls with his feet, and then he's holding the gunner turret. And like you said cool. he, he dozes off yeah cool. because they're still getting to the drop zone and they're ambushed as soon as daylight breaks by some german uh yep. planes and first they're hit from the side taken by surprise bullets ripped through the cabin and here's where we get into like the really good special effects mm-hmm. not only close up but also at a distance there's a lot of good uh model and lighting work for this oh, plane yeah.
1: Yeah, there's a lot of really good Stark scenes in there.
0: Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. You've got, like, a foggy sunrise with a plane in front of it, casting an enormous shadow. You can tell it's a model, but it's still really well done for the time. Yeah, yeah. So bullets rip through. The gunner in the belly spots the plane coming at him, fires, destroys the plane. He's super excited. But in a moment's notice, his face changes.
1: Oh, yeah. It's like, it like, yeah, uh, shit!
0: <laughs> and a uh, German propeller's coming right at him.
1: Yeah. I and thought it was a bomb at first, but yeah.
0: it wasn't. He screams, cuts to black fire, erupts in the cabin of the plane, and we're led to believe he's destroyed. And this is where we first paused it and uh, to take a look back at some of the details and realized that this episode was 45 minutes. Yeah. Um, previous to this, most episodes have been 21, 22. Right. Average 30 with commercials. It's still surprising us. Yeah. That's the thing about this series. The first time we watched it through, we would joke about how it took us by surprise constantly. Oh, yeah. And now our second time through reviewing it, it's still doing it. It's
1: pretty much like any time you think something's going to happen, the exact opposite does.
0: And it doesn't matter if these are cheesy twists, because they often are.
1: Yeah,
0: <laughs> it's just amazing that to me that it got on TV. Mm-hmm.
1: Like you can tell that it's a model. Yeah, like, it's not as good as like if this movie was made for what they had like, at the time. For, like,
0: this matched movie technology. Yeah, it, it was
1: great then, and I like kind of prefer that to like all the CGI and stuff. Oh, that we're goes both on practical
0: effects people. Yeah,
1: like I like. Yeah, it looks a little cheesier, but it's. It's so cool to see. Like, it's... It, I don't know, it just gives it, like, some kind of, like, more... That's the thing I liked a lot about this episode. Like, I, I touched on it a, lot, a little bit before, but, like, it's all in one set. And mm-hmm. it's a super closed set.
0: Like a submarine or spaceship movie. Yeah,
1: I like, kind of like that. and uh, But it's still, like, really engaging. And oh. it's not... There's, I... still, there's a lot of cuts and stuff in it and stuff like that, but... You know, a lot of time, if you're like stuck in an area, especially like on TV back then and stuff, like if it was just something in like one room constantly, it would get
0: kind of boring. Well, that takes a lot of skill to write an episode like that. Yeah. Which demonstrates not only the effects and everything we were talking about, but the uh, the writing and the actor's performance in this episode really makes it.
1: Yeah, it was good. It was you... a little cheesy,
0: but oh, yeah. like they all are. But it's like... <laughs>
1: Like, if you don't enjoy
0: a little cheese, you're not going to like this show at all. I, it made me think of kind of Alien, the first one, where they're just in one ship. Uh, obviously, there was no monster or supernatural force that we're aware of in this right. show. Right,
1: yeah. It was just a dramatic situation. But it still has and that, in that respect, industrial that it was like, yeah, aspect. In that respect, like, the fact that it was so, uh,
0: like, minimalist, kind of. Added to the appeal and the aesthetic. Yeah,
1: it, it reminded me of Rope. It's not supernatural. It's all in one space.
0: If you were to edit this episode down, you could get it in the 20-minute mark, I believe. There were tons of shots of outside the plane with, uh, like we said, dramatic lighting effects. There were shots inside the plane of people walking down the dark corridors, which were steaming and busted and bullet holes everywhere. There was a lot of visual tension building up.
1: Exactly, because and that's what you got to be able to do, I think, to pull off that kind of scene. Mm-hmm.
0: But what really builds the tension is when it comes back from the d- destruction and the fireball that ripped through the cabin, we find out that the Nazi propeller has struck the plane, and it has wedged him in the bubble in the belly of the plane. And now he's trapped down there with, like, a 10-inch window that he can talk through. Right,
1: just imagine, talk through. yeah, I, I couldn't do that. <laughs> like, he made a joke that he was afraid of of closed in spaces...
0: But obviously he does this all the time. Yeah, it was a
1: joke. (laughs) Yeah. He laughed about it whenever he said that, but, like,
0: for me, really, I... I would have freaked out long before he did. They try and pull the propeller off. Uh, That's unsuccessful. And one of the engineers tells the captain that it's uh, hit so hard and hot that it welded onto it like a rivet. Yeah. It's going to be impossible to rip off without, like, a plasma cutter or a torch. Right. You know, whatever they had in World War II.
1: Yeah.
0: He's... (laughs) He's
1: stuck until they can land. Yeah. And then it's whenever that guy at the the same... that That's that's for Sutherland, right? Yeah. His character. Mm-hmm. That's whenever he was like, have you tried putting the land controls down? Like the landing gear? And there's kind of like a moment where they just like kind of look at each other. Look down at the landing gear stuff and like look back at each other.
0: <laughs> they try <laughs> like, <laughs> it and it doesn't work. Right. So we find out that they can't land this... Without crushing him in the yeah. Gunners bubble.
1: Yeah, well, they had said that first. Mm-hmm. Like they discovered that they couldn't land first, and then the guy was like, "Captain," uh, because mm-hmm. the captain was like, "Oh, I've never landed. I've never landed a plane with uh, with no feet or oh, whatever." Oh, he didn't know he was stuck. Yeah, down. so yeah. he was just like, "This is gonna be a little hard." This is a big plane. Communication yeah. takes a while. So, I'd say.
0: 60 feet from, like, cockpit to where we see the guy stuck at some Oh, place. yeah. This is a giant bomber.
1: Well, but I mean, the, the same guy who could have told him this right away oh. is the one who tells him yeah, yeah. now. Uh, he's just like, oh, well, uh, this guy's stuck in the the belly, the gun belly, and uh, we we can't get him out. So yeah. the captain's just like, that's, that's whenever shit hits the fan. <laughs> <laughs> that's whenever people are just like, doing everything they can to try to get this thing off. They even try pushing it off again, even though they know it's futile.
0: Um, but before that, they drop the bombs. They realize that they're over their target range. Uh, oh. Captain flips two switches. And they do
1: that before any of this happens. Yeah, like
0: 20, do that 20 bombs drop out of this belly. No, it was after they got struck. Are you sure? Uh huh. Definitely. It was after they find out him, he was uh, pinned in there. Okay. So they drop... Like, 20 bombs from this thing, and now they can return home, but they've suffered damage uh, when they got struck to some yeah. of their engines. One disintegrated, and one fell off, I believe. So they're... No. They're still going. One disintegrated, number yeah. four. They're still going with three.
1: Yeah, they're still going with
0: three. And as soon as they talk about But they, they about have this, very limited Uh The guy in the bubble time. sees that num- like their third engine is also blown. And yeah, he's the only one that can see the fuel leak from it.
1: Right, he knows. Yeah,
0: so uh, they he have draws like a cartoon. Barely enough fuel to make get back to the landing strip. Yeah. So now not only is there uh, the guy trapped in the belly, the plane damaged, running out of fuel, but they, you know, they're on the clock now.
1: Yeah, and this guy's like, <laughs> they're like talking about it. And I just, like, immediately as I brought up the fact, I'm like, they're talking about this. He's, like, right there. He can hear them. <laughs> but yet they, like, act surprised whenever they
0: find the cartoon. You know, maybe they can't. He obviously knew what was going on. Yeah. With all the engine noise, like we said, that's a big metal plane. Yeah, but that's, like, the first time
1: that they, like, it was quiet for that us. He, that he knew.
0: Yeah, yeah. He sends up a cartoon... And it's a plane dragging its belly as it's landing, and he's in the bubble.
1: No, yeah, it's like a plane crash, but he had giant feet coming out of the bubble that was, like, stopping the plane. Because
0: mm-hmm. he's a cartoonist, yeah. not just an artist, so everything he kind of does, he adds uh, uh, cartoon quality to. Um, he's said that if, or when he gets out of this, he wants to be an animator for Disney.
1: Yeah, the whole time he's just, like... Well, not the whole time, but most of the time he's in there, he's super optimistic about the fact that he's going to get out. Well, you gotta he be. Has, he has complete <laughs> faith that Kevin Costner's going to save the day.
0: Yeah. Kevin Costner, meanwhile, has taken over the captain's chair of the plane, the pilot seat. He was. Was he? I thought yeah. uh, he was mostly in the back. Maybe he would just left it up to his co-pilot for a while. Yeah,
1: he we, was in the back for a little He had the co-pilot because there was like, a scene where he was arguing with the guy to help him land the plane. He's like, but we got a guy stuck down there, sir. He's like, but you got to help me land this plane. He's like, but our gunman's stuck down there, sir. You got to help me land this plane, <laughs> He's like, but Jonathan's stuck down there, sir.
0: Right, and it's like, why don't you come up with some ideas rather than just yell at me.
1: Yeah.
0: <laughs> but uh, we don't see this co-pilot other than that scene, really. There's one scene where he kind of... Turns, I think
1: that might have been bullseye.
0: He kind of turns and <laughs> giggles at the camera after the captain says something, but yeah. those there's only two lines. Yeah. Um So they're running out of ideas. They're running out of fuel, and they're running out of time. They propose the idea of landing early, uh, and really slow. I I mean, but these like oh, it's just aluminum and plexiglass. Yeah, there. it's
1: not gonna. It's nothing. It's not gonna survive any amount of
0: impact. And also, impact right before right. the landing uh, strip is a forest. No, right after. Oh, so they can't overshoot it? Yeah, they can't
1: overshoot it. They were trying to get up, they said that they would try to buy him some more time Gotcha. to be able to get another parachute through.
0: Oh, it's just stacking Uh, on top of each other. (laughs) Uh, we totally skipped the parachute part. That was the first plan. The second half flies by. Yeah. It's so full of tension and action and, like, hurried, uh attempts at getting this guy out of there, so they try and lift it one more time. They get everybody on the plane.
1: Yeah, and And, then the captain has the idea of giving him a parachute. But it won't fit. Yeah, so he's like, we'll take it out and then fold it. The silk is like... Or whatever it's made out of. He's like, like coil it. Yeah, upgrade. like coil it through there as, as thin as you can. And they're like, oh yeah, that'll work. And they get all excited. And
0: they're gonna have him kick the plexiglass out, jump away from the plane, and parachute down. Yeah. As they're doing that, that's our clip you heard at the beginning, feeding the parachute through the hole.
1: Yeah, because oh. they're like landing. Yeah. They're like counting down. They're like <laughs> they're like a thousand feet. Eight hundred feet.
0: Yeah, he doesn't have much time now. Yeah, and he's just like, give it, give me the damn parachute.
1: <laughs> i'm gonna start kicking the glass out now they're like no don't
0: <laughs> and it snags yeah it snags like it on a nail or a oh, bolt yeah and it looks like a tiny tear at first i'm like do it just take it no anyway. it's like a man size like it's huge. yeah they hold it up and it's you realize he, there's no way he could make it to the ground with this
1: yeah. that's why i was just like man he's dead
0: yeah there that's is a second shoot but they don't have time yeah uh, they're pulling the plane in. it's dark again. so they've been either flying against like time zones and have gotten back into a dark. Place. they've just been on the plane, like probably they're bombers. Hours. they've yeah. just been going all day. So he's been down there forever. Uh, he knows it's like crunch time. they're not. There's no more plans.: for Everyone else is like
1: kind of given up.
0: The episode kind of takes an emotional turn too. We get a lot more lingering dark shots in the cabin of the plane a lot more uh, close ups on faces oh yeah it's because emotional.
1: this is where it gets emotional everyone's mm. everyone's dealing with the fact that this guy's going to die
0: yeah they're coming to terms with it
1: yeah well except for the guy
0: he's <laughs> Well, he's, he's coming to terms with it in his own way. Yeah. He's down there sketching really fast.
1: Yeah, yeah, he's, like, sketching, but what is it? he's, like, not sketching anything, like, seemingly important. It's just he's drawing the fucking plane.
0: <laughs> <laughs> right, if I'm going to die in the plane, that's probably the last thing I'm going to be drawing. I want to take my mind off this. It's just, like, the
1: plane, and then there's just, like,
0: fuck you written all around it. <laughs> the plane's flipping him off yeah. with his propellers. So... Uh, not a lot of dialogue during this part. Just like we said, uh, really long hallway shots with light behind people, smoky corridors. Yeah. Uh, and they, they start all take to ter-
1: everyone in the there takes turns like reaching into the thing and rubbing his head for good luck. For yeah. good luck, and he's like crying, <laughs> and he, but he's like he's
0: like grabbing their hands and like oh, well, it's the last human like, contact. Yeah, like, he's yeah. Gonna... And they start to discuss uh, mercy kill again.
1: Yeah, one guy starts talking about it, and then the other, his best friends, just like, "Are you crazy? We can't do that."
0: I didn't think they'd go there because this was a network TV show in the eighties. That's pretty dark. Right. But they all. I mean, it makes sense. Oh. If I was in his situation, I would want them to to shoot me instead of being (laughs) ground into dust. But they all, uh, they all pass on it. They say we can't. Yeah. So, who is it? It's uh, Kiefer Sutherland sneaks to the back of the plane, because Kevin is the pilot. He's flying it. Mm-hmm. And he very slowly creeps up and uh, tries to cock his pistol. And it's not as effective as it is later in 24. He has some trouble with it.
1: Yeah, yeah, he... Uh, <laughs> it was really awkward-looking. Maybe it was just, like, meant to show that he was, like, emotional about it, but it was just...
0: <laughs> it looked like he didn't know how to handle a gun. Or it was really tough. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so for the next couple of minutes, he's just creeping up slowly to this hole with the gun in his hand while the guy inside the bubble is sketching frantic at this point
1: like before he was hurried but Mm -hmm. now he's like i gotta get this painting done this drawing
0: done before i die and not much has changed on him he's just fleshed out a couple darker areas on the plane yeah but he starts looking down and he's in a glass bubble so he's like oh i see manchester forest i i see all these landmarks i know we're getting close and the sun is starting to rise. This is whenever they start
1: talking with the people where they're landing. Yeah. And his wife's there. His them. pregnant his wife. His pregnant wife's there. She can hear everything that's going on. And she you just intermittently cuts to her, like, holding her hand up to her, like, under her chin, like, clasping her hands, like, looking
0: up. Because they're broadcasting the dude who's going to die over the loudspeakers. Yeah, he's talking. At this aerial, ba- aerial base.
1: And then there's, like, the... the guy reading him his last rites. An uh, old they brought, they brought the priest in who's, mm-hmm. like, reading it, like, <laughs> saying it over the undercom as they come into land. Yeah, they really depressing. From him to that.
0: But the wife has a smile on her face. She's, I guess, calmed by this priest words. Yeah, I suppose so. <laughs> <laughs> There's some really old military guys just kind of making wisecracks. Yeah. Uh, well, I mean, they're also kind of somber, too, because the stuff that's going on, but... Definitely. So it um, starts to show him and his drawing again, and he's got some color pencils now, mm-hmm. cause he's drawing a more cartoony style. He's drawing these big inflatable wheels on the plane, and yeah. they look They're like yellow,
1: and they have like candy canes for mm-hmm. like the landing part that like lowers the tires,
0: and it's got like little patches on it. And they it's look very just cartooning. like uh, the style of, like, Roger Rabbit is what they reminded me of. Mm-hmm. The same animation style. So he can communicate with the, the pilot, the guy in the bubble, and he has one last request as they're coming in for a landing. He's like, can you try the landing gear one more time for me? Yeah. And I mean...
1: And Kevin Costner almost didn't do it. <laughs> he he was like, yeah, he was just like, <laughs> what's the point? Like... I can flip the switch and then tell him, no, it didn't work.
0: (laughs) Again. You can see the struggle on his face. Because he knows he's going to land on his buddy. Yeah. But uh, But he does it. Of course. Which, I mean, I I don't understand why you wouldn't try it anyway, but... Nothing happens, of course, because it's broke. But then some, like, golden fairy dust starts to twinkle on screen around the landing gear, and it opens. This is when we enter the realm of the amazing. This is when it gets truly amazing. Yeah. Yeah. And... These, uh, these cartoon wheels that yeah, he's drawn. Yeah, the things that he drew come down. They, like, squish out of it and pop as mm-hmm. they get out. It's really good.
1: Uh, I think it even shows, like, in the cockpit, that like, the landing gear came down because he, like, knew. Mm-hmm. He's like,
0: oh, hey, there, we have landing gear The lights now. came on the Yeah.
1: Other
0: <laughs> it's really cartoony. It yeah. looks like it's drawn on the film. I don't
1: think anyone can see it at this point because they're all in the plane
0: yeah. besides the guy who drew them. Mm-hmm. And they're too high for the people on the ground. But as they come in, they hit the landing strip, and they bounce because of the cartoon wheels. Yeah, really
1: nice sound effect,
0: Uh too. Kind of a boing. Yeah. (laughs) And this is where it
1: really looks like Roger Rabbit. Yeah. Whenever they come down. They're sparking, even though they're kind of rubber-looking. Yeah, they look like how it looked like in that movie. Definitely. Uh, Amazing effects.
0: Oh, yeah. It was good. It was good. So they land, they all jump out of the plane, get to the bubble guy, and just tear him out of there as quick as they can. Well, no, they don't. No. They, at first, because that's what I do. They walk around <laughs> and
1: like are marveling at this cartoon s- stuff that's here. Right. Like, the pilot like, goes up to. The one. pilot goes up to one. And he's just like, "What the hell?" He touches it and like the some of the fairy dust like shoots inside
0: of him. <laughs> so after they take their time, they go over and they do let him out.
1: Yeah, they get him out. After they do that, then they rush and and get him out. But first, they're just like, "What the fuck is this?" <laughs>
0: And they get uh, a good distance away from the plane. Yeah. They look back. The guy's in a daze. Yeah, the guy he, who was drawing, He's, he's just kind of like a look in his closed, eyes. Yeah,
1: and they can't get him to talk. Uh, they the captain finally slaps him. Kevin Costner. Yeah. Yeah, and he wakes up, and as soon as he wakes up, the the wheels disappear, and the plane just smashes. Talpa wheels. And you can see where he was, and it's just like. Oh, you yeah. could just like feel what
0: would have happened <laughs> in real life. like. <laughs> I don't know if that part was a model, but it seemed like there was a lot of weight to it. Yeah. Whatever they crushed. Yeah. Maybe they just built a fiberglass thing on the bottom of a plane and just lowered it and sped up the film. But I don't know. There were some good special effects in this episode. Yeah, there were. It was good. Uh, longest episode yet. Uh, highest cast production value. Like, oh, yeah. Uh,
1: K- Kiefer Sutherland was good in it. Kevin Costner was good in it. Uh, everyone in, that was in it was... Pretty okay actor. Some of the other like friends were, like the main guy that was trapped in there was a little hokey.
0: And the guy with the weird Texas accent. Yeah. Um, but all. But in it all, was good. I it, liked was, it. it was a really good one. It, it sort of signifies a turning point in the series for me, because before this, we didn't recognize hardly a person, and they right. were shorter. By, you know, hokey was still amazing. Yeah. This. This must be when people started to pay attention to it.
1: Maybe. I w- I'm interested. Like, I wonder why it came out the way it did on TV. Like, Definitely. Was this just an hour special, or was it a two parter that got, like, online? It's sm- molded together or something? I don't know.
0: Well, hey, if any of our listeners know, please uh, contact us and let us know. Next week we're going to be doing a special show. It was an episode that we previously missed. Um. Or maybe not. There's a mystery here, and we're gonna solve it, folks.
1: Right. So we're either going to be doing the the amazing Fallsworth or this uh, mystery episode that we
0: think we found. And when it was on Netflix, we never saw it there, but we found a YouTube collection right. of. And amazing it's not stories. on the
1: list on the IMDb episode, guys. Uh, it's not on there.
0: But it's the episode two, is what it says on this uh this YouTube list. So we're yeah. gonna check that out. We'll get back to you. Uh, have a good week, This has been a balls.